Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess. What's going on, West Georgia Wolves fans? Welcome in to another episode of What the How. This is episode 61. I'm Jared Boggess, joined by my co-host. Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome here at the University of West Georgia. And it's Tuesday, Jared. It is Tuesday again, Matt. It's Tuesday every week, but we're bringing you another Tuesday edition of What the How. Because baseball got moved back, golf was finishing up, and we just decided, you know what? It makes a lot more sense for us to just release this on Tuesday rather than talk about Incomplete results. Yes. And Monday was a huge day for West Georgia. It was a huge day. So I'm glad we pushed it back a day so we could bring you this episode of What the Howl on a Tuesday. Yesterday was a big day in multiple ways. Yes. Not just not just one way, but multiple Not just ways. one way. First, Jason Carmichael started as our new AD yesterday. Welcome, Jason. Uh, yeah, no, it's exciting that Jason Carmichael is here, our new our new athletic director. Um, we couldn't be more happy that he's here all the way uh, wet, east to wet, east to go west uh, is the, is kind of yeah. the, the phrase that he's been using. I, I love that phrase; it's fantastic. Yeah, it it makes perfect sense. He went east to go west because you know he's came from he came from California at East Bay at East Bay. So is it going from east? Bay to West Georgia, or is it geographically going east to be at West Georgia, or is it a double meaning? I think it's a double. I, I think it's double all the way around. I think it's a really, really cool, uh, really, really cool thing. It do. is a cool thing. East to go west. That's awesome. Yeah. So welcome to Jason. Uh, we we just came from a meet and greet with our athletic staff, um, with him and Doctor Kelly there. The doctors Kelly. They the were doctors both there. Kelly both. Uh, yes, yeah, so it was good. Good chance for him to introduce himself to the entire department. So it was a good event. Also good to see uh, Dr. Russell Crutchfield as well. He's a doctor. I did he, not know that. He just got that. Congratulations, yeah, Dr. Congrat- Russell Crutchfield. Absolutely. He, ju- he just got his, his doctorate. Russell Crutchfield has been um, the chief of staff for the University of West Georgia, and he, he does a ton of things behind the scenes that people have no idea about, like talking to legislators and, and dealing with people at the, at the state capitol, um, which if, if you've ever dealt with anybody from a state capitol, yeah, that's a tough job. Yeah, and so, I agree. So he does yeoman's work with that. So just wanted to give him a quick shout-out on there because his wife, Susan, used to be an intern in our office. Really? Yeah, it, it comes full circle. All of it comes full circle. So Did not know that. Shout-out to Russell Crutchfield. Susan Hale Crutchfield is his wife. She was a photographer and uh, and um, took some pictures for us and things like that and did some internship-type stuff for us. Uh, back in the day, um, and I went to school with her sister Jennifer. So it's really, really like lots of circles. lots of circles, lots of circles. Jennifer went on to work for the Braves in the ticketing office. I'm getting I'm getting way off You're way off topic. None of this is on our script. No, actually. no, it's not. But I, but it's things that just happen. Yeah, me. yeah. So, but d- congratulations to Russell, Russell and Susan on on uh, becoming a doctor. Uh, P- getting your PhD, and uh, thank you for all that you do for West Georgia. Yeah, um, well, we talked about congratulations. We talked about circles, um, and we'll just keep that theme going because you know what else is a circle? A golf ball. Well, it's, a, it's a sphere, but you get the point. It's, it's got little divots in it. Too. Yeah, it's it's a circle. It's got it is a circle. Circle divots, yeah. 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 And we have to congratulate women's golf because they are the GSC champions. That is awesome. More clapping. We got to use it again. I love this thing. <laughs> but yeah, women's golf, huge, huge 
performance at the GSC Championship this week. Absolutely. Way, way to hold off a hard-charging team in the in the Lee Flames yesterday. Good yeah. Lord have yeah. mercy. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a nerve-wracking time because here's the thing. In Division Two golf, you're gonna have, there's gonna be some bogeys, there's gonna be some double bogeys, and there's gonna be some some even some triples from time to time. They don't want them, yeah, but they're gonna happen from time to time. You're right. And the Lee Flames yesterday in the on the back nine did not have they they were they were even as a team. It's pretty good. And so and that that just that rarely happens. And now we didn't have our best day. Not at all. But at the same time, they had their best day. Yep. They had about as good a day as you could expect. And you said we didn't have a bad, we didn't have our best day. We had a bad day, but we did enough to hold off and we had a good first day. Right. We'll get into all that. Um, we'll actually recap the entire thing um, in just a little bit. But uh, big congratulations to Todd Selders, Kristen Golotti, their GA, Bianca Lobauer. Um, just congratulations to the coaching staff, all the girls for the second GSC championship in school history. And, Matt, I'm not bragging, but I did kind of predict it. If you remember in the preview of episode six, let me just roll the clip from episode right. 60. Roll it. Telling you, our women have a real shot They've to be GSC shot. champions come, come Monday afternoon. Yeah, so like I said, I said they had a good shot at being GSC champions on Monday, and guess what we did on Monday? You are the prognosticator of prognosticators. You always tell our interns, you know, our job is to be experts – on I our do. sports. Yeah, that is true. That was expert analysis. It was. It was expert just, analysis just right saying. here on What the How. Yeah. You don't get that on every podcast. Sometimes you get some yahoos that don't know anything about what they're talking about. They're just spouting off words. Now, I'm I'm a yahoo, and a lot of times I don't know what I'm talking about, but I got that one right. <laughs> I got that one right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We will call you the prognosticator of prognosticators. There you go. All right, so let's jump in. Let's actually recap, recap it and dive in a little. Um, like you said, held off a a Lee Flames team that had a charge. And our day one, it won the tournament for us because we shot 298, 294, and had a 19-stroke cushion going into the final round. And we needed needed every one of those. Because Lee made up 18 strokes. And, yeah, we won it by a shot with a 19-stroke lead. We were all nervous here. Uh, I know for a fact Kristen and Todd – they were nervous. Uh, we won't go into any details on on the stories that we heard, but yeah, there was a lot of nerves, and we held off. Very um, few fingernails left on Todd Selders. None. N- none. No, yeah. Down to the nub. Yeah. Um, Ainsley Cowart finished second. Um, kind of disappointed that she didn't win, or disappointed for her, not disappointed in her, obviously, um, because she was leading pretty much the whole time yesterday after she took the lead from Michelle, who started the day with the uh, the third round with the lead. But here's what happened talking to Todd, the the scores were in and the girl from Lee, um I can't pronounce her name. Yeah. It's it's like it's 20, much worse it's than like twenty eight it's longer than the alphabet. Yes. Um she had to hole out to tie us from the fairway. So she stuck it really close because she was going for it. Right. And uh so she was close, made the birdie and that gave her the individual medalist over over Ainsley. Um, we've never won team and individual medalists in the same year. We've won plenty of uh, individual medals with Stephanie and Fran. Right. Um, and then we won the team back in 2017, but we've never won both in the same year. Wow. So I was kind of hoping for that, but came up a little short in that that respect. It's kind of West Georgia is kind of like the Heisman in, in Division One football because rarely does the Heisman winner also win the national championship. You just went. You just compared D2 football 
No. Or D2 golf and D1 football. I did. How did you do that? Expert analysis. Expert analysis <laughs> right here. <laughs> right here on, on what, what the hell. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, Ainsley rounds of 73-73 in the final round, 74 to finish in second. Um, she will be, without a doubt, first team all GSC. I still think, even though she got beat um, by a front runner for the player of the year, she's still got a legit shot at being the GSC player of the year. Um, so that should come out this week, so stay tuned for that. Um, we had three in the top ten. Maddie Schultz finished fifth, uh, 74-74-76. And Michelle Bagsick, like we said, she began the day in the lead after a 74-71 first day, but then struggled in the third round with an 86, but still finished tied for ninth. You know, and all the talk was was about Ainsley Cowart and, and, um, and the battle for the, the lead, um, but Maddie Schultz also had a really, really good tournament. Yeah, 74, 74, 76, like yeah. I said. So, uh, eight over for the for the whole tournament. And her day on uh on her day yesterday, she had two birdies and uh looks it looks as if um He's counting, folks. Yes, he's counting. <laughs> uh you just called yourself E. I just I I just referred to myself in the third person. <laughs> oh, that's uh, great. so ten pars and, and two birdies. So um th- that's a that's a solid day. And um and really really good for her, because uh, she finished uh, was it fifth? Yep. Yep. In fin- fifth, finished in fifth place. So, how often does it, it is it that there's no ties in the top five? Uh, probably not very often. Usually, I'm, I'd imagine that there's yeah. a lot of times. But it was it, it was uh, one two three four five were all different scores. So yeah, that, that that's all the way rare. down to eight. Yeah, and I think Maddie's got a shot at being uh, first team all GSC, definitely second team. You look at her her stats this year; she's averaged seventy seven and a half uh, per round. She's got one, two, three, four top or five if you count this one. This one's not on our stat page yet. Five top ten finishes, right? Um, and then her other finish, her other two finishes are eleventh and twenty sixth. So I think uh, she's got a good shot at being all GSC for sure, for sure. And and you know, uh, Ainsley was one of just a few that were ranked uh, in the top 100 on this uh, on the golf stat page yeah. yesterday. Um, she was not the highest ranked, so she there, there's a possibility of her moving up above Solange Gomez uh, from West Florida. Yep. So and that it was really between um, the girl from Lee Ainsley and and a girl from CBU. Oh, and the girl from CBU. Yeah. yeah, the girl from CBU was really close. Um, she down had tied the, it. Kenna Hughes finished yeah. third. Yeah, she had tied it at one point. Um, and then she bogeyed 16 and 17, and that's what kind of took her out of contention there. Yep, but she ended at five over. So uh, a good tournament all around. Lots of drama there in the in the, in yeah. the last round. More drama than Todd Selders or Kristen Goatley yeah, would ever sure. want to have. For sure. Yeah, and we need to talk about Ari, too, because she was so big on that day one and building that uh, lead with rounds of 77 and 76. And even in the final round, she she shot 85, and we had to count it because Michelle with the 86, so – um, you know, you never know when you may not have a good day. You may know that you're going to be, you know, in the 80 to 85 range, but you never know if you're going to have to count that. So every shot matters. Absolutely. Um, Catherine Dinsmore, she shot 80, 81, 81 first and second round. Her scores didn't count, but in the third round, she had to count. We had to count the 81. So, right. you know, it would have been easy for her to just, you know what, I'm down, I'm out. I'm just going to go out there and whack the ball around and shoot 92, but she held her, held her own, shot 81. We counted, and we're GSC champions because of it. Absolutely. Every stroke counted yesterday. Absolutely. Sure. Every Absolutely. stroke when it, with, a one shot, with, a, with a one-shot victory. So Yeah. Let's move on to men's golf real quick. Uh, they finished ninth at the Gulf South Conference Championships down at the same, co- uh, same club, different course. They've got a 36-hole layout. Um, we talked about it last week. The men's side was going to be tough for us. 
to uh, to compete with the number one ranked team, West Florida. Lee's ranked. Valdosta State's ranked. Um, and yeah, we finished ninth. Not not very good scores. Uh, two ninety four in the first round is not bad. Right. And then two ninety nine still not bad, but you're, it's not going to be competitive at the top level of Division two golf. But then a three ten in the final round. Um, tough tough week for the men's golf team. But Lucas Moda tied for eleventh. Uh, respectable finish for him. But yeah. Not a lot to talk about with the men, but a, a decent season. Well, and and then you had, uh, you know, you had Reese who was re- coming back from uh, an an injury, and and uh, you know when you've got an injury to an, an extremity that's very important within the world of golf, which would be the arms. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you got to almost relearn how to swing. Yeah, he did, and I didn't think he would be back this year, and right. uh, he did. And I, I feel really bad for Reese because he was having an incredible year last year, right. averaging seventy, averaging under par, seventy one point six nine. He had won a tournament. He had finished fourth, was and a three top ten finishes. He also had a seventh place finish, and then he gets cut short with COVID. Right. Comes back this year, having a decent uh, fall, and then um, the injury, and uh, just doesn't have the year that he wanted. I'm sure, but he'll be back hopefully, um, and yeah. Like, we'll be able to we'll be able to to give it a go next year. Absolutely. So um, let's talk about track and field. They had a pretty good week last week at Georgia Tech. Their final tune-up before the GSC Championships. Uh, more school records falling. Brandy Body, just uh, throwing the heck out of things. Yeah, she continues to uh, break a record, and then a week later we'll break it again. So yeah, she had a throw of thirteen point seven three meters, which was way past her previous mark of twelve point nine nine. Uh, six days earlier, she threw twelve nine nine, and then um, the thirteen point seven three to set a new school record. And uh, yeah, she's uh, she's quickly improving and and throwing it really good. You know, uh, Ryan Bailey had told us about all she needed to do was was to turn to that foot in. Turn that foot in. Yep. And she was going to be throwing well above thirteen, and maybe even to the fourteens and things like that. And that's exactly what I guess what she did. She must have turned that foot. She must have. Keep turning it in. See if you can hit 14 this yep. this uh, next week at this the GSC week Championships. The GSC yeah. Championships. So, um, Nadia Davila also finished sixth among 27 runners in the 100 meter hurdles with a time of 14.22. And that's against Division One competition. Yeah, sixth against D1 competition. Yeah. Like th- this, two weeks in a row that she's finished in that type in that realm um, of what would be a score if if it if we they didn't score this this meet for Division Two yeah. athletes. Or, or Division two schools, um, so but to score in at, basically among D one runners is pretty impressive. Yeah, for sure. She also finished fifth in the high jump with a, a leap of one point six one, which was the top Division two mark yep. in the meet. So another impressive week from Nadia, and hopefully she can continue to improve and uh, see what she can do as she wraps up her career. Melita Marie Roachford finished eighth in the hammer with a throw of forty one point four eight meters, continuing to improve. And then an, a school, another school record. Yep, Jared. Four by one hundred meter relay the team. Four by one hundred meter. The team of Nadia Davila, uh, Hannah Dunstan, Kira Montefusco, and Samira, Samira uh, Barnett broke the school record time of forty seven point five five. That is shattered. Previous record was forty seven point seven three, and then the uh, the quartet that you just read out ran four seven point five five. Uh, on Saturday at Georgia Tech, so, so two tenths of a of a second faster. That's that. That's big in, that's a, big. in a race of that that length. Absolutely. So, um, and then uh, and so, that's a great warm up for going into the GSC Championships. 
Yeah, and that's coming up April 29th through May 1st over at uh, Montevallo. Yep, Montevallo. It, it's uh, and we're looking for big things out of um, out of our runners. Um, it's going to be a, a, a tough competition. Lee has a lot of good good athletes. Yeah, there. they're so good in the distance. Um, Huntsville is also very good in the dis- in distance as well, and uh, and so. Um, we've got to be able to score and score well and, and score often, and we should be all right. Yep, for sure. All right, let's talk about baseball and softball. Neither one had a really good weekend, but let's touch on it just real quick. We'll start with baseball. They finished up yesterday, swept by Valdosta State, but Dano burst uh, another big weekend. He continues to just impress and put up crazy numbers. He went 7-for-12 with another home run, three RBIs, and he stole some bases, got his total up to 16 and leads the team. And he's got a 23-game hitting streak. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there have been scouts at, at, at these games, and there'll be scouts at this weekend. He's going to get a shot. With West Florida. He's going to get a shot. Uh, he may even get drafted. I mean, That'd be awesome. The way, he, the way he's hitting, he, he, could, he could get drafted. Um, he's, playing, he's playing some outfield right now as well, um, but um, he's a, he's a, a pretty good first baseman and, and is learning that position. And Not a lot of people – that I can remember in my seven eight years here have played catcher, first base, and outfield. No, yeah, it's not. not it's pretty a, impressive. Not a not. He is definitely a unique type of athlete. Yeah, and uh, and so and um, an incredibly nice human being. Oh, I add. absolutely, absolutely. And he he hates even he hates any of the accolades we talk about. You're right. Every time I talk about it, he's like, ah, I'm not worried about that. I'm yep. just worried about the team and doing well. Yeah, but he's having a good season. It's good to see him continue that, despite. Um, not really great results um, down in Valdosta, but a good a good Blazer team. I mean, we yeah. we talked about it. They were nationally ranked, um, and and we went down there with tried to do what we could do, but came up a little short. Seven six in the in game one, eleven three in game two, and then four three in the game. Yeah, game so two game. two one run losses, and yeah. I know game one was a walk off. Was right. was game three a walk off? No, or, no, no. It, we, we, they went up four three um, in about the sixth or seventh inning, and then just held on. At that yeah. point, we were leading, um, and then, uh, but Rob Coleman had another good game. Um, he's, Did he get he, the start in game three? Yes, he, 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 he got the back start. Back in the starting role? Back in the starting role, and, you know, that's a couple of weekends in a row. That's good to had, see. He's had really good performances, so it'll be, it, it'll, you know, his best performance ever in, in a West Georgia uniform came against West Florida. So yeah. Uh, Hopefully we'll see what he and can do. Sawyer combined for a ten inning, basically two hitter yeah. against West Florida, and uh, and so I don't know if it's going to happen again or not, but we got that's who we got this weekend. So. Yeah, yep. We'll get into that a little bit when we preview everything going on this week. But let's touch on softball. They went down to Valdosta, got swept by the second ranked Blazers, and I tell you what, we ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah, that Blazer team is. There's something else. They're really, really good. They hit a lot of home runs. Eleven home runs against well. us. Yeah, eleven home runs. They have 76 on t- on the year as a team that leads the country. Just to put it into perspective, they had 11 home runs, and and then their pitching staff held us to 11 hits for the weekend. Yep, yep. It's just it, it was definitely um, Valdosta. Valdosta is traditionally good. They've they've won national championships in softball, but and this team is as good as they've ever. had. Yeah, and. They can lose. They yeah. lost to Union. Yep. The Union walked 12 batters and beat Valdosta. So what you hope is when you get to the Gulf South Conference tournament, you're on the other half of the bracket, mm-hmm. and somebody sneaks up and beats them. Right. And gets them out of the winner's bracket. That's what you hope. Right. Because they're going to be tough. They're going to be a, they're, they're, they'll be a tough out at the tournament. Speaking sure. of the tournament, we did clinch a spot last week. Yeah. I'm not sure how. <laughs> because the email we got, I, I got to tell this story because – 
it's kind of like a CYA kind of deal. Um, the email we got said we had to win or Montevallo had to lose. Right. We got swept and Montevallo swept, de- swept Delta. Yeah. But we still clinched according to the graphic that came out from the conference. Yep. So congratulations, Wolves. You clinched. And I'm not sure what the math was there and how we missed it, but you clinched. But it works. Yep. Absolutely. It works. So let's um, let's wrap this up. But before we do, let's just talk about what we got going on this week. We keep saying this every week, a relatively light week, and we're getting to that end of the sprint now, or the right. marathon this year almost. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. With all we had going on. So just baseball and softball on the docket this week, all at home. We were supposed to have baseball tomorrow, but it was canceled. So X that off your calendar. We're not playing Columbus State tomorrow. Right. But softball is playing a non-conference doubleheader at home against Georgia Southwestern tomorrow, Wednesday, April the 21st, 3 p.m. start to game one. And then baseball and softball will host West Florida this weekend. Baseball Friday at six with a, with a single game. Uh, yeah, Lord Lord knows we can't have a doubleheader starting at six o'clock. <laughs> no, that'd be bad. And then Saturday, two p.m. doubleheader. There is rain in the forecast, so just kind of keep your keep your wits about you all weekend. It's like what we told our interns, you know, and and keep an eye on on the weather and social media. Um, yeah, because we'll keep you updated. Absolutely, the whole weekend. Yep. Softball, one p.m. doubleheader on Saturday. One o'clock finale on Sundays. The current schedule, and uh, yeah. It could change because the rain is currently in the forecast Saturday. Of course, it's only Tuesday, so that's going to change about 73 times between now and then. <laughs> um, so, But we'll keep you updated on social media and the website for all the changes that might occur. Um, looking ahead, uh, we talked about it earlier. Track and field go to the GSC Championships on April 29th through May the 1st in Montevallo. We'll have more on that in the coming, up, uh, in the coming episodes. And then women's golf with their conference championship We'll go to the NCAA South Regional. That'll take place May 3rd through the 5th in Cleveland, Tennessee. And, of course, we played to kick off the 2020-21 season um, back in the Super Region preview. Right. So At the same course. At the same course. So that's good that we've played that course this year already. But, yeah, that's May 3rd through 5th in Cleveland. So a lot coming up for the Wolves. So be sure to stay tuned for everything West Georgia Athletics. If you are coming to softball tomorrow – it is supposed to be cold, so make sure it's supposed to be cooler. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be cooler, and with the wind blowing up here at on uh, at the UWG Athletics Complex, it's always blowing. So make sure you go to uwgsports.com, hit that shop athletics uh, link, and get you a hoodie. Yeah, you're gonna need it. You're gonna need a hoodie. Absolutely. Well, the biggest gift of it that anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You've spent your time today listening to Jared and I talk about our Wolves, so you have definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we're grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. If you aren't, would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities to you to, for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online at uwgsports.com, and we're on social media, Facebook's West Georgia Wolves, Twitter at UWG Athletics, and on Instagram at UWG Sports. If you want to have all the schedules and all the all the news right at your fingertips as close as you possibly can, you need to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. It, it is available at any app store that services your phone, uh, but it is a fantastic thing. It'll give you notifications on, on game day, and uh, you'll be up to date on everything that is West Georgia. I'm so proud of you, Matt. Why is that? I think that's the first time you've ever read the Game Day Experience app read the first time without without having to start over. Mm, I've done it before. 
Oh, have you? you so. That's usually a spot where you fumble over the when you get the UWG Game Day Experience app when you say it. Oh, you, oh, the way I said it. Yeah, the way I said yeah, it. You, yeah. You usually fumble over that right there. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm yeah. proud of you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week as we recap another week of West Georgia Athletics. I'm Jared Bogus. I just work here. I'm Matt Cook, and I went through elocution lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome here at the University of West Georgia. And next week, you'll hear Jared say, Thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell? <laughs>